Gitin daf memdal. The last thing we're discussing was someone who sold his aved into a situation where he's not going to be doing mitzvot anymore, like to another avi kochavim or outside Beit Israel. He goes out free, and we said ono had to be written and nimuso had to be done in order for the aved to go out free. We talked about the difference between the sale of an Ayved and the Sadeh. And with that, we are starting. Second line in where it says, Tanur Rabbanan. If the Ayved Kochavim took the Ayved instead of the, the money that is owed to him, or a tough Ayved Kochavim who, uh, who kills, and sometimes you give him an Ayved or a land, this way he doesn't kill you. And he's called Sikrikon uh, because uh, take this land and leave me alone. So now, when Bnei Israel are hefker, people kill us without a problem. So really, he gave him the Ivet to just to save himself. He's not the Ivet is not free because we can't uh, punish the, the 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 master for something like this. It's not his fault. So I'm going to ask, wait a second, you're telling me that if he gave it back as something that is owed to him, the Ayvid doesn't go out free? Or meaning he, well, we have a bright, if the king's people took away his gorin, where he crushes his wheat, if the, he owed money to the king and the king took it away, then you have to give a maaser for those, uh, for those uh, fruits that he took. But if you lost it, meaning they had no reason to take it, they just took it, then you don't have to give it as if it was burnt. So bottom line is, you see that with the hov, it is considered like a sale, and you would have to give his ma'asir on it. And by the Avek having taken away the Avid, you're saying it's not, a, it's not as if it's a sale and he's not free. So like Mark explains, Shani Ata Ma'asir is different, they come Mishtashele, because at the end of the day, you have a Simcha in it, because you're paying back what uh, is owed to you, and therefore you should give Ma'asir in it. But by Ayavid, it's the whole thing is only a punishment that you might sell them, and at the end of the day, you, you didn't sell it, it was taken by force, so therefore we're not going to be Kones you. And Tashema, if a person sells his Ayavid, to Parhang. Now this Parhag is uh, a person who uh, makes up stuff about the Jews. Uh, this way the king punishes them up. He makes up all these different uh, defamation type sort of things. He makes up blood libels, things like that. So If you sell it to a Parhang, Tosfot explains a little bit different. He says it's a tough guy, Ovet Kochavim, but the Ovet Kochavim pays by force, meaning it's not really a sale. It's just like, here, let me take your watch and here's the money. I, who said I even want to sell it? So same idea over there. Once you see the guy is about money, you could give him money to come and then go find someone else's uh, slaves, someone else's watch. But either way, if you sell him to this parhang, he goes out uh, free. And you see, he goes out free, even though the person didn't want to sell, but he goes out free. You could have given him this, you could have given him that to calm him down, and he wouldn't have taken away your Ayavid. And Gufa, Amarav, Amokhir, Abdullah, Parhang, Abikohavim, Yatsali, Harut goes out free. What should he have done? My answer is, He should have given him something just to calm the guy down, leave me alone, and he didn't do it. So just for that, we're going to punish you, and the Ayavid is going to go out free. So now, Ba'ir Bir Miyah. 
Let's say you sold this your your for thirty days. After thirty days, it'll come back. What's the halacha? Tashema. So the Brita says, He goes out free. So you see, uh, simple. He goes out free. The Brayta says, No. Over there, we're talking about a complete one hundred percent sale that he won't even come back after thirty days. But maybe after thirty days, is different. So here's another question that he brings up. The Ovet Kochavim can have him, but he can't work with him. Meaning you could uh, marry him to another Ovet Kochavim, you could have his children, uh, all that type of stuff, but uh, you can't make him work on that. Shabbat and things like that. Is there a knas over there or not? Another question. You have to let him do a mitzvot. What's the halacha? He can't work. Neger Toshav is a guy who's mekabel on himself not to do avodah zarah, but he'll still eat not kosher and things like that. So, or you saw them like Israel Mumar, a Jew who does averot. What would be the halacha? What would be with the story if you saw them lekuti? So let's answer one of them from a bright And therefore, if you sold him, he's free. Kutiv Yisrael Mumar. Some say is Kavet Kochavim. No, he's like a Israel at the end of the day. You have an Ayved who uh, had made himself get captured to the Goyim. The master can't get him back. He can't free him. Not if he goes to the Jewish courts. Not if he goes to the to the civil courts. He can't get him. Maushi told Damav, can he at least get paid for it? Meaning, if they at least agree to give him some money, can he at least get paid for it? You're an expert in Mishnayot. Go see him Mishnah. See if you get an answer. He went. He looked and he found the Tanya. Someone sells his house in Eretz Israel to Novik Kochavim. The money is Asur. You can't take that money because Hachami punished you because you're not allowed to sell a goy money. It says, That means they're not allowed to have any area in your land. The Ovid Kochavim, Shanas Betosha Israel, and the goy who took the land of, uh, of Israel, the end Be'alav Yechol Lotzio, and the owner can't uh, get it out of his hand. Lobedine Sev, Lobedine Ovid Kochavim, not civil, not Jewish courts. Mutali told them, if you could, if the guys want to pay you, then take the money. Vichotev Umale Ba'aka Ochelahen, and you're allowed to write up a contract, uh, bring it to their civil uh, courts. Have it signed. It's like, at least you're saving money from them, so this way you don't lose. So same thing like Gaben Ayved, you could bring a proof of me that you're allowed at least to get your money. The Gemara says no, but maybe that's a house. Because a person can't live without a house, and no one usually sells a house. And he's not going to sell it on his own next time. But a person, believe it or not, can live without a slave. He can live without a maid. Maybe atel Maybe next time he'll come and sell it, and he'll make the money on it. Or maybe we don't have to worry about something like that. So shalach lehu Rabbi Ami. Rabbi Ami sent to them. Mini Ami Banatan. From me, Ami Banatan. Torah yotza lecho Israel. I'm giving a psak alchal in Israel. Eved sheipil atzmo legayasot. If Eved got himself captured, the end Rabbi Yehuda said, "Lo b'dinei Avdek Chavim." 
and the the master can't uh, get him out, not in Jewish civil court. Mutar li told them, "Have you allowed to take the money for it?" Vechotev umale ba'akhaudshal dekochavim, and you're allowed to write up a contract and bring it to the civil courts to get signed. Vepneshu kimatzil miadam. It's like you're saving from them. Now, Amar Biyashar ben Levi hamocher avdo leavet kochavim. A person who sells a slave to avet kochavim konsin oto ad meabedamav. You have to free him, even if you have to pay a hundred times his worth. So the Gemara asks, Davka or Lav Davka? Was that exaggeration or not exaggeration? So Tashema, let's show you that it's it's uh, not exactly, it's uh, it's exaggeration. If a person sells a big animal to a goy, which is a Sumid Rabbanan, because people might see that's working on Shabbat, they're going to say, your animals are working on Shabbat. Then for, therefore, konsin oto ad asara bedamea. They make, they try, they, the hachamim put a fine on you that you have to buy back that animal even if it's worth 10 times as much. So you see, things the hachamim said are so, it's dafka till 10, not till 100. The Gemara says, yeah, but vidilma shani aivid echol yomar mafka lemi mitzvot. But maybe it's different with the aivid and the cow. The cow once a week does averot, maybe not even, but, but the aivid, every day that he's by the go, he's not doing mitzvot. Maybe it's a big problem. And some say that uh, the continuation of the back and forth of was as follows. Ten times as much. And the Gemara asks, Davka or Lav Davka? Is that exact or is that an exaggeration? And Tashema, that it's not exact. If a person sold his animal to a goy, we find him until a hundred. That's the animal, the hundred. And you have to say the same thing with uh, Ayavid. That even more than ten times, you have to give it to him. But the Gemara says, no. Shani Ayavid, Ayavid is different because once you sell it, it's not going to come back. Meaning, even once you emancipate, let's say you pay back that money, it's not going to come back to you. And But an animal would come back to you. And therefore, the, maybe with Ayavid, it's only uh, ten times as much. But with an animal, even more. Yeah, so the Gemara says, Ela So why with an animal there there's a fine that you have to uh, you have to emancipate it even if it's more than uh, the, what an Ivid is worth. Mishum because it comes back to you and you, it works for you. And so if that's the case, then okay, then a little one more than an Ivid. So if the Ivid stand out, that'd be eleven. Right? Why why is it until a hundred? An Ayavid being sold is not something common. And therefore, something that is not common, Hachamim didn't feel the need to be Gozer, therefore, up Dafka till 10 and nothing else. But selling an animal to a Goy, which is something common, Hachamim had to be Gozer even until 100. So, the bottom line is we don't know if uh, times 10 times 100 is exact or it's an uh, exaggeration. The person sold the slave and he died. Can they find his son afterwards, the person who inherited, to go emancipate the Salvador? We all know that if it's a Bechor, it's Tihora, it goes to the Kohanim, Kohanim bring it to the Beta Mikdash, and they give it a Korban and they eat it in Yerushalayim. But if it has a mum, then they don't have to bring it to Yerushalayim. And it doesn't need a pidyon, doesn't have, it doesn't need all that type of stuff. So the question is, 
אם תמצא לומר צרם אוזן בחורף הכהן made a blemish on the ear of a bechor, this way he could eat it. And Hachamim were kones, and they find that he's not allowed to shakht it and eat it because he didn't, he made a blemish in the Kodashim. Umet, but let's say that man who made a blemish died, and Kansuben or Harav, so let's say you want to say that that type of person, they did punish his son afterwards, and his son can't eat it. Maybe Mishum de Isra de Raita, it's an Isra de Raita, Yematil Mumba Kodashim, it's a big Avera. But by selling an Avet Avet Kochavim, maybe it's an Isra de Rabbanan, it's just a punishment that the Hachamim set up. So maybe Hachamim weren't Kones his son. Let's say, even in the case where a person, you know, not, you're allowed to do work on Hola Moed, you're allowed to finish jobs that you started before the holiday. As long as you don't uh, specifically have intention to start it like 10 seconds before the holiday so you could finish it on Hola Moed. So let's say you have a person, Kivin Melech Toba Moed. He worked it out that like five minutes before the holiday he started a Melacha. So Hachamim were Kones that you're not allowed to do the work uh, on Hola Moed. So Im Timse Lomar Kivin Melech Toba Moed. Umet, and let's say the guy died uh, before Holmoyed came. Look and so Benoaharav. So maybe they weren't Kones, his son, not to do that. Melchadir, Lad, his son, finished that work that his father did. That's Mishum de Lo Avad, Isura. The father at the end of the day didn't do an Avera. He was thinking of doing an Avera, but he didn't do it. However, Hacha, over here, when he sold that Avid, uh, my, what would be the case of it? Did they find Dafka, the father, the father's dad, that's it, or did Hachamim put a fine on his money, his money is uh, still there, it's just uh, his children are holding it. So, if there was a field that the thorns were taken out of on the Shevi'it, Shevi'it, you're allowed to plant it on the Shevi'it. However, if a person put manure over there or he let animals walk around over there so it could be fertilized on purpose, you're not to plant it on the eighth year because that's called working the land. We learned that if a person fertilized it and died, that his son can uh, can uh, can plant on that land on the eighth year. Alma, what do we learn from here? That the dekan sura banan, hachamim find the person who did the avira librelo kan sura banan, but not his children. And you could figure out uh, the same answer over here. The person who sold the avid. And amar abaye nekitinan. We have a halacha in our hands. Timet harot shel havero. If a person was metame food of his friend on purpose, he has to pay. Umet. And he died, uh, and, uh, it's before, and the only reason he's paying is a knas of hachamim, because really he didn't do any damage. It's only uh, something you can't see. So hachamim didn't find his son afterwards to pay for it. My reason. A damage that cannot be seen like this, uh, being metamesim that is tahor, it's not uh, really a problem. And it's only a fine from Hachamim. Hachamim find him, not his son. Now we learned in the Mishnah, 
or lechutsa laaretz. If they sold this ayvet to outside of Israel, he goes out free. Tanur Rabbanan hamuchir avdo lechutsa laaretz. If someone sold his ayvet outside outside Israel, yatsal lecherut, he is free. He can't work with them anymore. V'tzarich get shiharur merabosheni, and he needs a get shiharur from his next master in order to be free. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer. Sometimes he goes out free, sometimes he doesn't go out free. Ketzad. For example, Amar Ploni Avdi Mechertihu Liploni Antochi Loyatsa. If he said, I sold my slave to the following person from Antochia, he, he doesn't go out free because you didn't send him out to Antochia, you just sold him to a person and that person took him out. But if he said, if I sold to this guy from Antochi who lives in Antochia, meaning you sold him out, he goes out free because the entire cell was meant for him to take him out of Israel. Like my asks, wait a second, we have a bright that even if he said, I sold him to this Antochi person, he's, he goes out free. But if I sold him to this Antochi who sold in Lud, which is in Israel, then he doesn't go out free. So you see the Brightot are contradiction. So the Gmax means Lakasha, no contradiction. Listen, if this Antochi has an apartment in Israel, then he doesn't go out free because you could say that he bought that slave in order for him to work in Israel. But if he's only there as in a, in a rental home, he's only there in a hotel room, then he goes out free because the real plan was to sell them to outside of Eretz Israel. Ben Babel, guy lives in Babel. He marries a girl in Eretz Israel. And she brought uh, slaves and uh, maids into the marriage. And his plan is to go back to Babel. So here's the question. Is it considered as a sale to go out of Eretz Yisrael? Or is it considered as a sale to stay in Eretz Yisrael and then it was taken out? But the better question is, is what is this husband when it comes to her, her property that she brings into a marriage? Is it as if he bought it or not? Because there's a mahluk in Masechet Yabamot, if a lady brought in uh, iron-clad property, estate, uh, treasures into a marriage, it, what is the husband considered? Is he considered uh, an owner or not? Meaning, once uh, they divorce, uh, can he keep those things or not? Uh, or does he just have to pay for it or not? What's the story over here? And this is a question according to the one who says that she can ask for the slave itself or whatever she brought in itself. And it's also a question according to the one who says he could give her money for whatever her property that she brought in. According to the one who says that that they really belong to her, her, since the din is with her, it's hers. And they go back to her, and therefore it's not as if it was sold, or maybe since all the nechasim are connected to the baal, now owned by the baal that he could get the perot out of it as long as they married, it's as if it's his. So that's the question according to that person, according to the one who says it belongs to her. Now, according to the one who says it's his, it's like he bought it and he could uh, just give her money at the end of the marriage. Is it his? Or maybe. 
He wasn't koneh the full 100% guf. He was only koneh the perot. It's like ours. And therefore, they were, they don't go out to be free. And Teko, the Gemara doesn't know how to look at it. We don't know how to answer. And Amar Rebbe Abhu Shana Li Rebbe Yohanan. Rebbe Yohanan taught me, Ayavid Sheyatza Ahara Bole Surya. And Ayavid, that on his own, followed his master going to Aram Tzova. That's uh, where David uh, captured. We learned this in Dafhet. He went over there. On his own. Then Umcharo Shamra Bo. And over there, his master sold him. Yatzale Herut, he goes uh, out free, even though he he went out on his own. It's like my ask, but then Rabbi Hayya said, Ibed Zechuto. Then Rabbi Hayya said that he lost his uh, his freedom. He doesn't have that right to just go out free. The Gemara says, La Kashya, there's no contradiction. Kan, Shedat, Rabol, Lahzor, it depends. If his master was thinking about coming back, I'm only going for a week or two, a month or two, a year or two, and the plan was to come back, and then he sold them, that's not fair, and then he goes out free. Kan, Shedat, Rabol, Lahzor, if his master's plan was never to come back, he's going to live in Surya forever, and this guy followed him there, then he doesn't go out free. And the Gemara brings a proof. This is Bnei Huda. If the Eved goes after his master to Surya, Yotze. What do you mean Yotze? Yotze sounds like a. I mean, it sounds like a, he can't say no. He has to follow. We learned in Masechet Ketubot that a husband, a master, can't just force everyone in his house to leave Eretz Israel. Yeah, you have to say like this. Yatsa, not yotze. Yatsa ha'ayved harabol Surya. If he followed his master to Syria, umcharor abosham, and over there he sold him. If his master's mindset was to come back, then kofin oto. Then you have to free him. But if his master's mindset was never to come back, was just to stay there, then he doesn't have to free him. And I learned from Moshmuel two things. Number one, Hada, this halacha about selling an Ivet outside of itself, the following day, Tamar. If someone sells his land on the year of the Ovel itself, Rab Amar Rab says it's it's a good sale. The problem is it goes right back to its owner because on the Yovel everything uh, goes back to its owner. Amar it is not a sale at all. Period. Bahadan one of them Hadrezbine the money goes back. another one the money doesn't go back. I don't know which one the money goes back or doesn't go back. And Rashi explains, yes, even though Shmuel said there's no sale, maybe the money that was given was a present. So I don't know which one's which. Let's try to figure it out ourselves. We learned in the Brayta before. He goes out free. He needs a freedom to get from his second master. Shmami, now what do we understand from here? The fact that the second master could free him. That the sale counts and the money doesn't go back. Otherwise, we wouldn't uh, make the second one right again. But when Shmuel over there said that, like a best selling the Sadan, and he said, 
He meant Ma'ot Chuzrin, that the money goes back. The Rav Anan, who didn't understand how to be Poshet Safek, Braita Loshimale, he never heard this Braita, Ve'imid Shmuel, and if you want to understand it from what Shmuel said, that it's not sold, period, uh, that, that you would understood that the money has to go back. That's not 100% sure because Mimai, who said that's what Shmuel would have meant? The Enam Chura Maut Hosein, who said that that's what uh, Shmuel meant? That that's not sold and the money goes back. Dilma Enam Chura Maut Matana, you know, maybe they're just a Matana. Medida Avam Kadesh Tachotot, it's like a person saying to his uh, sister, Haret Mekudeshitli, with this uh, uh, $10,000 check that I want to give you. We all know he can't marry his sister. He's just there to make his sister feel good so she can take the money. Rav said the money goes back because there's no Kiddushin. And it's really a present that he planned on giving it to her. And this is the only way she was going to take it. And Tosfot says there's a difference between selling on the Yovel and with the sister. Everyone knows that you can't marry your sister. By Yovel, yeah, a lot of people are not experts in Hilchot Shemitah and Yovel. So it could be he made a mistake. And that's why the money goes back over there. But with the sister, the money doesn't go back. And I'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.